You know, like Muhammad Ali was one of the best boxers in the entire world. He didn't go down the street punching random people. He only punched people when he was boxing, right? So when we're playing Survivor, we lie. But in our real lives, we don't lie. It's just like part of the game. We all see Goliath. Yes, good evening. It is Wednesday, April 6, 2022. And we just finished watching the fifth episode of Survivor Season 42. I'm Survivor Rich. But I'm actually, I'm actually not Survivor Rich. I'm, I'm Dave, Dave Mater, uh, joined with my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, not to be confused with Rich Mater, um, as we are uh, covering this episode, streaming live here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch for this evening, uh, having seen uh, Daniel get voted out here uh, from the Vadi tribe tonight, and all of those secret immunity idols were finally activated uh, Mike uh, was forced to say that he that soccer brings a tear to his eye, even though he hates soccer. Um, and he was uh, really going over it. Uh, but it, it ultimately comes down between Chanel and uh, and Daniel tonight. And Daniel ends up going. Uh, however, there's a lot of a lot of other things, interesting things to unpack here, uh, including that comeback in that immunity challenge by uh, by the Orange Tribe by Taku, because uh, Omar. Oh my! Oh my! Omar, like you on that rope untangling. I like I, I. I. You're a surgeon. You're a veterinary surgeon. I. I. I'm still. I'm. I'm. I'm still processing it, Jeff. Uh, everything that uh, that took place in this episode. Um, but now we're down to four of each color, uh, being the orange, green, and blue tribes. Uh, each have four left, and there seems to be there seems to be like kind of a. A sort of merge coming in the next episode, it seems. Anyway, it's Jack. gonna be that it's gonna be that earn your way into the merge bullshit again. It'll like be we had in forty one. Yeah, yeah. So it's not jury won't probably start until the episode after next, right? So like somebody will get voted out, um, like kind of pre true merge. Somebody will get sent out to Exile Island, probably get to smash a bottle like Erica did, and get to do something. <laughs> it, it's like the NBA now; it's the play in. You got to play in to get into the playoff. It's like a wild card. You want to be like that wild card spot to come back in, right? If you and, want to do the the baseball analogy, yeah. Right. Uh, do you think we'll get something similar where you'll see like you know half of the people win immunity and half the people lose it, and then depending on who comes back, you might you it might that might completely flip around. Or do you think they're going to adjust because of the amount of pushback some of the players in forty one had? Um, I could see it not being exactly the same as forty one with which what Erica got, uh, but I could see it being similar, like very, very similar. Like basically like um, the merge, you know, they do a competition and then like three people finish last in the competition. And then those three people have to like battle it out or so something like that. You know, it'll be something where they, they whittle it down or they flip the game in a weird way uh, like they did last time, but not the same. I don't think it'll be the exact same. Yeah, because if you remember Danny in season 41, uh, he hated it. He was like, uh, don't we all, didn't we all play a game? And there was a winner and there was a loser and the winners won. Um, Do you know what? And in any other version of Survivor, he would have been right. The only other t other time they really did something like that was Pearl Islands. When they, all of a sudden, they're like, all right, people you voted on are coming back. And two of them are going to, you know, come back, actually. You know, like. It, Pearl Islands did that, and it was kind of like I Andrew Savage never got over it. Like, and I kind of kind of understand, you know, maybe not in Pearl Islands because it was season seven, but they never did it again. And you know, I think there's certain things they're like I don't know if that went the way we thought or the way we want wanted it to overall. Right. Well, like in Survivor, and I think in Big Brother, I think that the both the, this question about like. How much power should production have? How much should there just be sort of a format to the game? Uh, and, you know, there's a winner and there's a loser, uh, like Danny would say. We competed, and there was a winner, there was a loser, and the prize was what? Feast and immunity. Okay. <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> yeah, because you remember, you, like, yeah, you lost the immunity. And the, I think you still got to eat the food. They didn't. To die. Danny, it would be like winning your way into the playoff, and then they're like, actually, you're a wild card, and you have to play the best team to get in. Like in NFL you know? terms. So in NFL yeah, like, terms, this would be like having the opportunity to knock off 
the old Tom Brady dynasty, and for some reason right. we decided to go play kickball instead and let them win another Super Bowl. That is the equivalent. <laughs> See, I don't quite agree with his analogy, but I'm not an analogy guy. Uh, not like not like Daniel, the other Dan. Uh, not to be confused with Danny from season forty-one. Daniel, who got voted out tonight. Uh, we play, we we're playing that whole analogy on the on the count. You know, like Muhammad Ali was one of the best boxers in the entire world. He didn't go down the street punching random people. He only punched people when he was boxing, right? So when we're playing Survivor, we lie. But in our real lives, we don't lie. It's just like part of the game. I love how he... All right, first of all, so many things to break down here, Dave. First of all, the fact that he says that Muhammad Ali was one of the best, not like pretty much it's genuinely accepted. Even Mike Tyson said he is the best of all time and there's like no debate. Like, you know, like nobody comes to the level of Muhammad Ali. Uh, so like, I don't understand why he, he should have started that with like, he is the greatest of all time. He didn't go around punching people, which I'm sure he did punch people every now and again. Before he was a box, like a professional boxer, he probably got into some fistfights. Just going out on a limb though. Going out on a limb. Yeah. But not, but not Um, in his adult life. I, I, I could have, I kind of understood what he was saying, but like, but it was a weird analogy. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it really worked uh, as well. <laughs> it obviously, wasn't enough to save him tonight because the the, the other clip I didn't have time because there was a, a I had some technical difficulties uh, in the in the little brief window I give myself to sometimes pull sounds. Uh, but uh, there there was uh, he he says in the tribal tonight, you gotta get over the burn. You gotta get over the fact that I screwed you all over and I made myself completely untrustworthy. And I completely sunk my game at that tribal council. Remember that. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, we kind of remember that. Now, do you think it was the right decision for this Vadi tribe to choose him, to vote him out over Chanel? See, I think it depends who you are. Like, yeah, I think for Mike, it wasn't. And that's why his vote went the way it did tonight. I, I was surprised. though. I thought it was going to be high and Daniel voting together, but it wasn't like the show tricked us. Basically, it was actually um, Mike. And so I understood him from his point of view why he would rather Daniel around than um, Chanel. Right. Um, the other two, Lydia and High, in their case, Lydia and High didn't like either of them, but I think they really didn't like Daniel. Uh, you know, last tribal council, they never they never amended their relationship and actually got on the same page. You could tell Daniel was just like, "Oh, I know it's probably me." The whole episode because. Um, he he had nothing to grab onto. He, you know, he had no advantage. He had really he was at the mercy of High and Lydia. It was right. and Lydia left, and I don't think he had a good relationship with High. And I don't think there was much that could be said. He literally was trying to get him to go to you know, not go to rocks, but like basically, like had to negotiate with him last episode and didn't do it. It was very adversarial way, you know. Um, yeah, I was like he, he was in the law office. Yeah, almost. And like, yeah, I won the case. And now it's like, well, I'm not going to, you know, you're an easy person to vote out, you know, and I think right, and that, that made sense. You know, like I understood why he went home. I was like, he played way too aggressively um, as far as somebody who was trying to like control his tribe. And, and then it ended up like they said tonight it made all six of them mistrust each other because of how confident he was in yeah. his abilities and he was terrible. I mean, he really was terrible as far as a, a, a person that was really able. He didn't manipulate anybody as far as their vote. Like, um, we're going to get to Big Brother Canada later. But like, yeah. a, what an a episode Ke- it was. A Kevin it? from Big Brother Canada this season in the slot of Daniel here at Survivor would have done what much better job, you know? Right. Like uh, Daniel uh, was a train wreck of a survivor player. Uh, I think yeah. in this season, um, I think it comes if you're whether you're Lydia or you're Mike or or you're um, High. I think it comes down to who do you think you like? Let's say the merge is next, and it looks like it kind of is, kind of isn't, right? And you're you kind of know okay, there's gonna be four four from each of uh, the original three tribes existing, and you got to assume that there's gonna that's gonna be the line that will be kind of uh, part of the merge. Like people are gonna kind of. You got these three factions, right? So it comes down to who do you think you can trust working with mostly? I think they realize that uh, both both Daniel and Chanel are kind of shifty. They're kind of not worth working with because they're, they 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 see this potential that they'll jump to the other side. Uh, Daniel, I think, is the more like 
he seems like the easier one to work with. Chanel seems like like they were like, well, she she could drum to the other side. Uh, we see tonight here, Jack. She votes for Mike. Right. Why? Yeah, no, that's the whole thing, and I don't think anyone saw it coming. It was two against two. It seemed like it was Mike and Daniel against High and Lydia, and Chanel was actually the person who was actually in the middle tonight. I was surprised, like the way the votes came out, because really that was the case. You know, that's not the way uh, I saw I, it. I, I saw it that they 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 wanted to put they they were assuming I think that Chanel was going to vote for Daniel, right? And that therefore that Daniel would have went home. Right. It wouldn't have been this tie vote and this revote no. where Daniel right. went. They just they they just in case there was some kind of an idol played or some kind of an advantage played by uh by by either Chanel or Daniel that it, that you know they wouldn't go because they, like there'd be this one random vote. And and that's that's it, uh, to Dave. It just shows you how out of the loop Chanel is on the tribe. That's why I say she was in the middle because she is like or the bottom. I guess you could, you could call it that too. But like she voted, not even in her interest. You know, she voted for Mike and she votes for Daniel. You're right. It's a three-two vote. That was in her interest to vote with High and Lydia. She had no idea they were voting for you know. But but she did uh, though. We everything in the episode led us to believe that. So why? What was she doing? What was she doing? <laughs> I don't what, know. I, I, sense? I, it doesn't make sense. I like that was the part of the episode. Like when the this only reason vote comes up, the, the only reason to do it is in case Daniel uses his shot in the dark, but you still go home two one or one, one, I guess maybe that's maybe that was her idea, right. you know, because if, if Daniel uses a shot in the dark, he doesn't have a vote. Right? right. And then two of them are voting for Daniel. One of them is voting. All right, now that it's starting to make more sense. The more I break down the shot in the dark scenario, because yeah, like she knew one vote was coming her way. If one vote's used, uh, you know, against the sh uh, shot in the dark, then that then that's what when it would happen. Um, that makes sense. But I don't know. If she is she that? Do you think she thought about the shot in the dark? If Daniel uses the shot in the dark, I, I need a Mike vote, not the tie. Because any vote against Daniel will not count if he uses the shot in the dark. And it works. And yeah, yeah. That he uses the shot in the dark, and it, 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 you know, he gets the safety, and therefore, okay, then the votes against Daniel won't count, and the, and therefore, I, it's it still doesn't make sense to me. I, maybe Jamil can help us break this. Down. I don't think she thought that far ahead, but you know, okay. And before Jamil pops on, the, he was right about one thing about this. Daniel, he is wannabe Cochran. He he was even out there from season one, Cochran trying to spearfish tonight. He was he's Cochran season one, uh, South Pacific, wannabe Ozzy. Right, but, but he's not. sitting out every challenge. But yeah, he's going out and swimming out to the coral reef and trying to spearfish. And uh, like the optics around Daniel's whole game were kind of just messy. I would. I, and I think he spends majority of the time talking. He's just talking talking all like yeah. for More, someone who does not participate in challenges is proven to be so untrustworthy to talk as much as this dude talks my lord mm -hmm. it's almost as much as marianne right I, it's too bad they never got together they would have like probably drove uh right. uh buddy uh their your guy jonathan jonathan yeah yes. jonathan I mean, should throw a challenge just throw a challenge and get marianne out oh my gosh for my sake from well, that's rough. Mary Bass. Rough Mary Bass saying, I was hoping Orange would lose. I, I think presumably just so that Marianne would get Marianne would vote out. Yeah, I mean, it's like watching. I keep saying, like, I keep, I was a 12-year-old. Now it's like, like a 10-year-old. Like, it's getting worse. She's getting more and more immature, childlike. And some people, I could see it being endearing. For me, as a Big Brother, I mean, Survivor viewer, I'm like, oh, God, this is cringe. Because, like, like you are doing everything wrong you have no self-awareness as far as how the game works really and she has all these powers and like that's really the only reason she's being kept around and she she's getting in stupid squabbles with jonathan with with even omar but a little this is bit her workspace everywhere's a workspace right she always got her feet chopped off by jonathan Girl, and this, she this... didn't she just like the thing like hit her foot mm-hmm well yeah she she was a little over dramatic and and clearly like jonathan is grumpy with uh marianne because you know it was marianne and um uh sorry uh Lindsay just like chatted it up in the shelter while they're in the raid and jonathan's just like 
these women talk too much. He's like, shut, he's up, up, shut, shut, shut up, shut up. I don't even know what the hell they're talking about anymore. I go out fishing. I was like, and I kept, I was like, where do they get the energy? I was like, oh, it's because you're feeding them too much fish, Jonathan. You got to, oh, not too many fish today. I guess you're going to have low energy. Um, to chat it up or whatever. You, you say that, and then they start complaining about the lack of food, and then you're just like, the fish at least put something in their mouth to, to stop the the endless flow, the stream of consciousness right. that's coming. Just chew out. on this, Marianne, and stop talking. <laughs> um, See, if I I was Jonathan, I I would I would do what he did tonight and try and win that challenge. Uh, because the thing is, if I'm him and I'm going to a four person travel council and. You know, Marianne has an extra vote and a, a, a muted. Like, I wouldn't want. I fire him. I'd want to win. I would not. I would want to avoid tribal council because it's either him or Marianne. They're not. Omar and Lindsay are not getting voted out. Like Jonathan, literally, he's carrying that orange tribe. Like it's incredible. Yeah. This is an incredible individual effort I've never seen before. Where like an Omar on that challenge tonight couldn't get like what was wrong with him? He just he they he, he did the the untying of the the knots. He was the key to come he down. was hungry. He was hungry. Well, you know, <laughs> the thing is, you're, you're you're doing the thing and you're you can't think because you don't have enough calories, right. and you know. I think that's probably what was going on. And then Jonathan just you grabs know. it and he just hits the two slingshots. Green was had, had such a lead on them, right? Like they were at that for a while. They were terrible at the slingshot. Blue was out, uh, the one who won it tonight. And we need to get to the Blue Tribe because they kind of started us off in this episode uh, after the vote out uh, of Swati uh, in the previous thing. Then, you, you know, Roxroy kind of being this other type of player like you know uh, tory very uh, not happy with rocks right he's not playing the same game oh, as God, the rest of them he's not that he's, tribe's he's... so boring oh my god i hate that tribe yeah the blue tribe but tory oh, is also terrible. so awful and it's it's like wait you all aren't hearing her saying no 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 like to what rocks is saying like you you've obviously made the wrong choice in terms of keeping her yeah uh, he's the only guy I like on that tribe is Roxroy, and uh, everyone else I do not like as a character going through the game. I'm just no. Yeah, didn't Roxroy like participate in keeping Tory in some way, right, with his vote? Or no, no? he voted for Swafty. Uh, you know, he voted in, like with her. With her, so they he was just yeah. like on the out. Yeah, he was right? by, he was blindsided. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, how about four strong going forward?" And they're like, "Yeah," but then like Tori's like, "No." Right. Second, I can get rid of Roxroy, gone. He was like the Daniel. Of she the didn't just track. say that; she said she would flip on the entire team. Yeah, he was <laughs> close with her. They all like like they even admitted in the episode. Like for her to get upset about that is kind of ridiculous to me. Like he obviously kind of like looked at her as like the father figure, right? Whereas with Tori, not so much. You know. Just personally, right? I don't know. I just I kind of like Roxroy. I don't look at him as a bad player yet. You know, I find him one of the more players that's actually trying to pay attention to people and is like, you know, he might not be the most savvy player, but at least he's kind of taking his time and learning, like learning the game. Whereas other players are like Daniel and and uh, 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 Chanel and you know some of these players. I'm just like, whoa! Like they need to. What are they maybe. doing? They're over th Marianne. They're overthinking things way yeah. too much. Rox is is trying to to play an old school game, yeah, and like Mike. a lot of the other people are like, "This is Survivor 2.0. That means I have to scheme even when I'm not scheming. Every day you're right. scheming, right? Uh, <laughs> on Sunday they're scheming, um, Monday scheming, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mm -hmm. scheming. Like <laughs> right. it just it, it, wake it's, up in the middle of the night. Tony didn't sleep scheming. It's exhausting, Tori. and but it's. But it's not even like scheming with a purpose. It's like I'm just gonna do random stuff because that's how you get known on Survivor, right? I'm gonna do a, a hinky vote because I need to right. keep everyone off guard. Dummy, <laughs> you're already at the bottom of the tribe. Putting people off guard isn't good, right? You want to have tribal unity going into a alliance. What are you thinking? And of course, you know who I'm alluding to. Who? Danielle. Danielle. Lydia. Danielle. Oh, Danielle. 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 With the Danielle. hinky Danielle. vote. Danielle. She's she Chanel. 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 Danielle. She's Chanel. gonna be gone. Al. Soon. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was the, okay? I, I was. I, I couldn't figure out the mic vote. Jeff and I were kind of uh, stuck on it before you. Joined I think she was doing it. 
Jamil because of the shot in the dark. Uh, it's the only reason to do it. it may, otherwise, unless you're way on the outs, it's one or the other. She's either on the outs and no idea where the votes were going, which makes no sense because the tribal was all about Daniel or Chanel. And, you know, and the thing is, I think she must have done it thinking, overthinking, like, oh, what if Daniel plays a shot in the dark? What if he wins it? And then it's going to be one vote for Chanel and one vote for, you know, um, and that's it. That's, you know, be at least the, one vote. He's not the type of person that's going to use a shot in the dark, honestly. I mean, we've seen two of them played already. And... But, but he is, he is too, he's too frantic to put his trust in a one in six chance. I think he would keep want, wanting to keep talking, right? And feeling that him talking constantly is going to get him out of the situation. That's his move. Just talking. You're going to keep talking. Right. And I, what was Chanel's move? Like, as far as like, how did she, she say tonight? Because she, she kind of acted, <laughs> she kind of acted like this is a done deal. Don't you all see how Daniel's acting? Everything's a, a, a front, which right. Yes. And no, I sure. think he legit feels the way he does. But once again, he fills up space with words. That's all right. he does. It just yeah, and it's just at a certain point, like I find, like with Marianne, um, and uh, what's the other tribe? Who, um, would it be? I guess Tori would be the version. But just like, at a certain point, you don't want to like be around these people all all day, every day. Like I mean, that is tough. Like I, I like that they showed that today with Jonathan and Marianne, because it's like all day, every day. You got to you know, and they just never stop talking, 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 talking. Eleven talking. days at this point, right? Eleven days, and it just never stops, and it just gets to a point where you're just like, can you please just not? You and know, remember, like, two- this is a new, this is, a, I think it's a different level of hunger, right? With this season 41, 42, without the rice, that you got to be, it's more of a scavenger. It's this rapid fire, less rewards, less like feasts and stuff. And so, uh, like, the, the, the stress level is higher. And it seems to Could be... There- a bit wetter too, let it rain on. Could there be more of polar opposite like demeanor as far as like what they're going through in Survivor than Marianne and Drea? Like they're both like Drea's like, ugh, just so parched and just want food. And Marianne is like, whoa, bouncing off the wall and is like a, a Mario <laughs> character. Like, you know, you know like, Mary I was playing Mario Kart before you were born. That was what like Lindsay was going on about. Like, she's like, I'm so arrogant in Mario Kart that I play as my own me. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she did say that. That's true. I, I didn't even know what she meant by that. I was like, she made her own character? Is that what Yeah, you, you can make like your own Wii character, right? And like you can play oh. as, as that or you can play as Yoshi or whatever. In, but in Mario Kart 8. Um, you have various characters you can play as, and one of the characters you can play as a me, and you can design the me as yourself. Oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I, I'm like, I felt like I I played Mario Kart in between when we're you know you know doing podcasts. You know, sometimes we flip over. I'll put on a match. I don't feel like playing Mario Kart for a while. <laughs> Because right. of that, I I just I'm done for a while. You you're, you've had your Mario carded out. Yes, you've had enough. But like just transitioning, like you brought up Drea and Marianne and how polar opposite they are. But they are the two Jeff tonight who activate these two secret uh, immunity idols along with Mike. Right? They all say their their secret phrase because Drea. Uh, and Romeo are the ones who find it, and like Dre is ultimately the one who opens it and gets it. And then she lost your vote, but she's got the extra vote. And she's like, "If I can give you, I can just give you the extra vote, Romeo, that I have. Therefore, you can vote on my behalf." I was like, "Yeah," and like I think they handled this better than like uh, maybe um, uh, who am I thinking of uh, from season forty-one? Uh, Ricard. <laughs> I mean, like they are a little oh, yeah. bit like the Shan Ricard. Sh- they're, Sh- like, di- Sh- they're, yeah. they're discount Sham and, and Ricard. <laughs> Sh- Maybe they're an improvement. Maybe they're, like, they're, they're the next generation. That's because like I think that they were able to kind of navigate around that problem quicker. But, but Shan was always like, "No, I want all the power. I want all the advantages, just in case, Ricard." And you know, there was more. She just he would. Th- these two seem to be more on the same page. What did you think, Jamil? Of like, yeah, you know, I know you hate the. Um, 
these these backstories, these like these biographies that we get. We got one for tonight for Lydia, but also for Romeo, where he's like, I love Drea. I work with women. I'm a pageant coach. And like she's like, you know, a lot of the type of I work with. I'm going to train her to be the best survivor player ever. Uh, that's that's it. That's it. You know, he's the queen maker. He's um, the queen maker. It seems short enough and didn't seem intrusive in the story. So I didn't mind it as much. Um, Lindsay, I was disappointed because Lydia. I just re Lydia. <laughs> you can tell how much I care about some of these people on these shows because I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna remember your name, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lydia, um, yes. she was in the Hunger Games as an extra. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Was she one of the kids who got like killed, or was she no? Like, more she like was, in the, the, um, you know, in the I um. I um I volunteers tribute scenes. Oh, she, like like this. She yeah. was in the scene. Right. She was in the scene with um with Katniss. Right? Oh, she was oh, Katniss. Yeah, right. Yeah, because her backstory so, was like I I have body issues or something. And I was yeah. Like, what? Like a lot of people do, I guess. But um, yeah. it, like it's it didn't seem very it seemed very like generic i guess is, is kind of how i felt yeah about it. yeah i felt like somebody wrote it like almost for her like I, this is the best you have to tell me about like your story like sometimes people don't have a story and it's like right. or i shouldn't say don't have a story everyone has a story but it's right. it's like uh dave tell me something that you struggled with and it's like uh um body issues okay don't worry we got it <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That, this is your story yeah and the script like, well, we're gonna bring it up we already have it pre-written you just read these lines yeah, and we're good it. to go yep. yeah right <laughs> question here from mary bass does drea have two idols now no she says she has an amulet she has an idol and she has an extra vote what right. is the, amulet the title from? did i miss it uh, the amulet was. When did she get the amulet? From the beginning, the first episode. I don't know. Yeah, something she found or something. But and she called it like that's why the episode's title is "I'm Survivor Rich," and she's yeah. like, "I've I've got the hat trick. I've got the the you know to she's she's she that Montreal living has uh rubbed off on her a little bit, <laughs> right? Uh, you got the finest baked goods, some my beautiful uh, some wine, poutine, uh, uh, some yeah. Pepsi, May West, all some those some nice fromage, some nice cheese. <laughs> You know, yeah, she's definitely living the high life, but like, uh, her tribe's terrible. Like, her, like, as far as like having a half decent alliance, like, I really it's sad, but I do feel like the orange tribe is the most together, and because they're the only ones actually talking. Like, tonight we saw Omar, like, oh, we can't be doing this and squabbling about stupid shit. Like, we need to come together. I feel like this that's the orange tribe to the TV audience is definitely the most aligned, I would say, mm -hmm. you know, whereas the other tribes are like. Uh, there's more infighting among like the four surviving yeah. members respectively of green and blue right, right. uh and the blue tribe roxroy seems to be the odd man out for but we'll see if that holds and then on green i guess it's it's chanel going into this next phase for now um i see everyone's I, gonna I, know it's her who voted that way i like i i, I don't know why well, mike, knew, mike, mike commented as like things were ending there he's like what the hell you're voting for me or something like that he 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 seemed uh not surprised quite a bit <laughs> that he got a vote his name written down at the tribal see and well he voted for chanel so he can't really you know be like well no i was voting with you because he wasn't um you know, so I can see that, but at the same time, it's just like if I'm high in Lydia, I'm like, okay, obviously Chanel's not with them. You know what I mean? Like they they didn't even let her know about the vote they needed. You know, they just yeah, assumed, they, like you said. Well, they just assumed like Daniel votes for Chanel, Chanel votes for Daniel. That was what, and then there, and then the three of us will kind of decide the fate, and we'll split our three votes. Well, it's really one... the two high and Lydia, really. But, but Mike's in there like their trio, right? But they voted against He's, each other. But I think that was just that was just in case there was a shot in the dark plate or something. Yeah. Okay. Or right, maybe maybe they were together. Okay. Right. Uh, Mary Bassey. I don't really like high. I really. Yeah, don't I'm, not, like I'm not a fan. I find him kind of like pretentious a little bit. He's a little bit like high and mighty. I'm always arrogant. <laughs> high and mighty indeed. Yeah. It's it's this it's, um high know. and mighty. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, high and uh, yes, mighty. Well, that's um, Lydia. She's mighty. She's mighty, so that's that's a good duo name. High and mighty, and then Lydia's mighty. Okay, I love it. Um, Mikey, maybe it's like we'll have to see. This this can still be developing. He, he's he's acting like a scolded dog. Like 
you didn't get yes. burned that bad, man. You you still have the power. So why are you acting like such like he was? He they wasn't did even, me wrong. He wasn't even gonna be going home. I know. Like it was like a, a decision between um, Lydia, Lydia, and, and uh, what's her name? Jenny. Jenny, yeah. right? Jen. Um, like it was between those two people. Like I don't understand. Like this is Survivor. Like what are you gonna hold that against that? You're gonna hold it against him? Yeah. Like, who do you trust more? He needs like, to get back. They had a conversation tonight. Yeah, it has to get back at them. I have to um, get back at them. Where's, yeah. where's... Sucks to suck. Yeah. Get back at them. That's right. Thank you. Is that clear enough to you? Yeah, it's clear. It's clear enough. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Stay with us till 10. Yeah, you got you to hear what was going on Big Brother Canada 10. It was a hell of an episode today. Maybe the best ever. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a good episode. I'll give you that. I'm um, sorry, folks. <laughs> this episode of Survivor here, um, you saw it tonight, yeah, with High and Daniel were talking, like, in the shelter at one point. They're like, oh, no, yeah, we'll, we'll have a handshake. And, like, they all they both kind of seem to agree with each other. And the episode was telling us throughout the thing that High was actually going to be on his side, and that was the red herring. But the thing was, was he always trying to get Daniel out? Like, that was definitely, like, that's how I read it now. I'm like, oh, he was always going to get Daniel yeah, out. Yeah, I think so. That I was think, his plan. I think, he yeah, didn't. with Chanel being the backup target in case whatever. And, uh, you know, just so that they kind of were on the same page there. You know, and I think that Chanel, I think that they're right that she is a potential flipper at the the merge. But Daniel is just like this. He's such a, I think that, I think that there's more potential to work with Chanel because she's more, she's more rational. It's uh, she's, I would fear Chanel more because I think Chanel is more likely to flip than Daniel. Daniel's a loose cannon. Like as far as like he, you see him coming a mile away. Chanel will stab you in the back. You won't see it coming. You know what I mean? And like, that's, I would rather deal with Daniel, you know? I think that's why it came, I think that's what it came down to for high. I think that he didn't see Daniel's betrayal and the Jenny vote. Uh, or I guess when he voted for Lydia, right? Come through. He didn't see it coming. So I think that was kind of like he got burned by uh, by by Daniel, and Daniel's saying in the you got to get over the burn. You go, yeah, I burned you, but it's like it's like Muhammad Ali or whatever. And uh, you know, it's it's, <laughs> right. it's you know, right. High didn't buy it. High didn't go for it. Ultimately, High down the street. I'm the I'm a boxer. I'm just gonna start punching people in the face randomly. I'm gonna float <laughs> like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only when I'm in the ring. That's my profession. I don't do that outside. It's like when you're a masseuse. You never would massage somebody outside of a massage room. It just wouldn't happen. I don't know. That's not what happened to Big Brother. No. No, that's not what happened to Big Brother. Herman uh, is there offering. Yeah, her, uh, I will use oil uh, if you're Herman. Uh, I, I got that. I know I got that. Oh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> Oh and I will use oil. That's right, Herman. Oh, he does not say that well. <laughs> and I will use oil. I will use oil. Yeah. Oh, um, I can't wait to say. I, I by the, we'll get to it after, but the to be continued. Need to stop. Oh. My big brother. My big brother. Yeah, like yeah. I think at this point they know that the actual. Who are we talking about Big Brother? When it's- well, we'll get folks, into the Big Brother podcast. Folks, we'll wait till we talk about Big Brother. It's yeah, don't 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 interrupt us with these Big Brother Canada stuff. We're talking Survivor Forty Two. Yes, right. And- Survivor Forty Two. Um, did you like the challenge? Uh, which the the first one, right? Like the was there only one? one? There's only, only one. one okay, okay. Omar sucked. Uh, I thought, yeah, it was okay. I mean, I don't like it when they shoot the thing off the stump with a. I don't like that at the end. Like I know the they slingshot, do it, but, uh, slingshots need to be done. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. But the uh, the rest of the challenge was good. I thought. I, I, thought, I thought this thought... challenge was built to like we need to slow Jonathan down. So yes, we're gonna not have Jonathan compete in parts of the challenge. So that's closer. That's their solution. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Like I think the and the Orange Tribe almost did lose. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, so, it's hell of a it almost worked. But okay, okay. but this. This this whole like uh, we got to talk about this challenge in this episode for me was all about like did they not go through machete safety because uh, this this challenge Maury, like, was, like yeah. you had to uh, uh, like uh, get the key which is what Omar was trying to get was the key to get the machete and then like they would throw the machetes right like after they right. would shop it was like boom boom and they they would th- I'm like don't throw those machetes see, see, see Tori she was like 
Yeah, she was like, wah, wah, right? And, you know, it's like, and, and we saw it earlier. Never, like, never, you, I don't call it a machete, I call it a cutlass, but you've never thrown one? Here's Mary Right? You, you never know, thrown that, one before when you're finished using it? Uh, have I? I know. I, I typically, I'm I, I'm I'm safe with my blades, I think. Uh, you know, there's no one around you. You just throw it straight to the ground and just go straight into the ground. Or into your foot. Why? You I'm know? not throwing it at my foot. My foot's right here. I'm throwing it over there. <laughs> I just don't think you should be throwing them. I, I I'm gonna go on a limb here. Uh, there, you know, the, there's, there's this is stuff I learned in like. There's children around. There's well, there's small people at least. Well, Marianne, Marianne, <laughs> I, you I'm, know. I I just I believe that I've had more experience with the blade than most, and mm -hmm. it like I'm more worried about it in people's hands than it being thrown. That makes sense. Um, I well, they're both dangerous. Like you know, like you know, every time you pick up a machete, yeah, like there's there's potential. If I see someone throw it, like it's always going in a singular direction. So if it's going through me, I just know I need to move, right? But if people are swinging it, and the way that people like handle stuff, blades, especially long blades where they're not used to it, and they like turn around to talk to you, right? right. That stuff worries me more than like. You know, this throwing it at the ground, and, like, like people people are built to throw a machete at you without like a, a a big sweeping like movement where you know like you need to get out of dodge duck or whatever, right? People like going like this. It's 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 tight motions that could could get you. Sure, but like when when Jonathan in particular was chop, he did it very quickly. And I get it. He was trying to make up time like hardcore to, to get any, and ultimately like they win it by a hair here, right? They, you know, they come back and win and uh, yeah, it just what he's doing. He goes, boom, boom. Or he goes, maybe just one. I think he, he won. Only, he did he, one shot. He just did boom, boom. Right. Um, did you, and then, he, uh, he had to be careful though, because he could have just thrown it straight through the earth or he could have thrown it at his team members. And then it would have been a three person shish kebab. Right? Yeah, with like, the force of <laughs> you mentioned like a medical evac another medical evacuation from orange like uh, after everything they've been through and uh no, there's, gonna a, there's gonna be a medical evacuation and he's just him standing over marianne it's like i told you i told you to stay out of my way that's true <laughs> mm -hmm. and now i'm using that extra vote yeah um but yeah overall like i think that the challenge was I think it was interesting. It, it just it really highlighted the whole Jonathan thing even more. He's kind of like this as an individual like challenge beast. Like like we've been saying for a couple of podcasts now. Like this guy, like and now he's going to potentially get into this merge. It looks like and 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 how quickly he's targeted. And you know, Marianne's like she was mad at him as much as he was kind of mad at her, which kind of is crazy because he like she's like, well, he's such a great shield. He's carrying you, honey, right to the like into the merge. You would not be here. Your mouth would have got you in trouble, um, I think. And, you know, it, it, this is really working out. And, like, and and again, like this whole, like, I don't know. He's if not Omar, just carrying her. He's carrying all three. And Omar, too. And and I like I think Lindsay's more of a contributor because they. Yes, um, she's she's pretty athletic. Mm -hmm. and, and so some of those high athletic things, she's definitely helping. But the other two are kind of being carried, uh, you know, but the, they very much so are. Uh, Omar is good at the puzzles, but you know, overall, I don't put him in any other tribe. He could be gone by now, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas I find on this tribe, he's doing Jonathan's saving all of them, really. Uh, like this whole cast, right? Like you look at this entire cast, and you kind of go like, none, a lot, most of them at least are not like surefire. Like this, this person's easily in the merge, right? The only exceptions are kind of on the blue tribe, where I kind of, I kind of look, even though I think Romeo and Dre are kind of boring tv i think that they kind of the, are the most like savvy players in terms of like they have more they seem to have like a real strategy behind them and how they're going to work and and they're more methodical and they're less emotional it seems and although, although we said glimpses early on of drea kind of being a little bit erratic but romeo was always kind of pulling her back right down to like no we should do this or we should do that um and which is good page. you know it, it's it's good to have an alliance where they keep you in check, mm -hmm. right? Where you can kind of work together. You don't want to be the one-sided like member in a, a two-person team, right? 
It's where no. it's just one sided. Well, right? well, that's just somebody telling you what to do, right? Yeah. Like, first, nah, but they're kind Which, of working together. They have, I think, the most stable of relationships. It's boring, but it's the most stable. Yes. Everything else just seems like is Lindsay and a hive really together, or it's just like a marriage of convenience? Lydia and high. <laughs> Lindsay's on the other track. Lindsay with Jonathan. Is is Lindsay really with Jonathan? Or is she more with Marianne? Like in that conversation in that conversation tonight, like was Jonathan when he was talking to Lindsay, were they was she just like humoring him? Like, oh yeah, you're right. I think she's humoring the um humoring him because that's what you do. When someone says something like that, what is she gonna say? No? Right, right. No, yeah, he's like it was just me, or you know, because he's kind of expressing that he's his patience is um he's, go, he's getting them. And I thought it like was interesting where Jonathan in confession was like, you know, he wants to lose it on Marianne. He wants to blow right. up at her and tell her to shut the hell up. But he's like, I can't. I'm the big powerful man, and she's a small woman. And if I yell at her, it's gonna be like really bad. I, and uh, I felt really bad for him because I think he's he's actually right. I don't think he can communicate effectively to her, mm-hmm. right? And she is so childlike that logic, hushed tones won't work. So no. it is straightforwardness won't compliance. Work it is compliance to her. It's like okay, all right. And then she's like, you know, it's good that he learned his lesson. You know. Um, he's lucky as a shield. And I don't even think like he's worth it. Was kind of like her attitude, which just shows one the maturity of Jonathan and the immaturity yeah. of Marianne. Right, but like he's right. Like if he comes at her immediately, it's gonna flip that he's immature and she's mature. And you know what I mean? Like it, it, he's right, one hundred percent. And I, I like that. I like that he's showing us that he's self aware to no- enough to know that. You know that he he is uh, he understands that how it will look, and that is a sign of a good survivor player. I think like that's kind of the thing in a lot of reality shows. I think like um, anytime a male contestant gets an argument with a woman contestant, like there's a there's a there's a uh, chances are the the man's going to look worse in the argument. Depends. Depends. (laughs) I, I I think once again. This is a specific circumstance where the person is so childlike that raised voices right. and anger will not result in the it's look terribly. <laughs> off, off yeah, the it's it's going to be like, why are you shouting at this lesser person? And yeah. that's not to say that we should be treating Mary Ann like a lesser person, no. but the way she is acting and her maturity level, it it gives the optics. Right. It's going to be, it's going to be like a senior in high school making fun of a freshman. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like that. A grade 12. Um, right. Grade kid 12. with a grade nine. With a grade uh, nine. With a grade yeah. nine. For our Canadian kid, viewers. For us, well, that's, you know, Mary Bass. She's like, what? What's this great? I was talking time? to Mary. I know she's listening. I understand. I figured she would understand. <laughs> Do we ever find what the emulators are for? Or the, the amulet? For? Probably. Oh, what, what the? No, I, I totally. You know what? It, it's it's a bum. It's a bum. Um, whatever it is, because oh, but because that's in the first challenge. Remember, like a long time ago, Drea, High, and Lindsay all got that advantage amulet, uh, which gave them each an extra vote. Um, and if only two of the cast, but it's all about like what happens at the merge, right? So that which is coming up. So it looks like all three of those people are going to still be in the. In the so they're they're all gonna get. They should an have extra mentioned vote. the recap. They should have mentioned it in the recap. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. So it's what is, they don't know what it does yet. Is that right? They do. They do. It's just been so long since it's been explained to us. We forgot it. So yeah. So they they each have it, and it's all about what, uh, how many of them are left once they once they hit the merge, right? And right now, Drea, High, Lindsay, they're all still in. Um, and which it says if, all three of these people need to get back together for this to work so they have to survive for a little while in order for that to happen that this that makes this a little bit uh useless within the game right now but the twist is 
Once the three are, are all together, the rules of the advantage can shift. If all three play together, it's an extra vote. If there are two only two people left, it becomes a steal of vote, and it becomes an idle if only one person is left. With that, it makes, if you want this advantage to get rid of the other people with a, a part of it. This is a fascinating bit of strategy, and the advantage is good until the final six. So, okay. Right. I just don't like the happened? fact of something happened, like someone mentioning something that happened in the first episode and not giving us the context to to understand what it means. Because I right. shouldn't, we shouldn't have to look it up, right? If it comes up, if someone mentions it, put in the recap. You know it's going to come up, right? If it's going to be important next episode, you should also reintroduce it to the audience, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about it. That's bad storytelling. Yeah, I agree. They should they should have had a better refresher of what was coming up uh, with that. Because like I just read to you, like it could become an idol or it could become a steal vote or it could become an extra vote. It's one of those three things. Right. So they're, they're going to impact a vote at one point or another. This is going to come back. And when, 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 when high had all the fake blood on him, if you remember uh, coming back from that long, that long uh, jog back, but uh, also that this other chat thing gets activated tonight. And I guess the question I have about this was what if Mike had decided not to say his phrase tonight, because Marianne says hers and then Drea jumps in and says hers, which was about potatoes or something. Um, if and I then, have skin and a potato of skin, does that make me a potato? She'd even say it right. I felt like that was wrong. They shouldn't have activated it just to like, <laughs> it's like you didn't say, say it right. right. Say it right. Who was did that? Mike, did Mike say when Mike, Mike eventually did. does say his phrase and, yeah. and he says it he like, says it four like times. five times. Yeah, four or five did, times. But in different variations I, and was like. I thought okay. Drea was like in Dune and she had like no water in her mouth. She was like, oh, it's a potato. And it's like, I so, see potatoes so, everywhere. She was man. so thirsty. That's all I could. I was like, she, she looks so tired. She looks like she hasn't slept in a few days. That was crazy. And then, and then they cut to Marianne and it's like they like injected red bull into her veins it, it's insane it's already there which is activated it's just activating yeah it's it's you know but what if, the question here is if okay mike knew mike's theory what he was selling trying to sell to his tribe members before the challenge was well it becomes a full idol as long as um as long as i still have i'm still in the game by the merge i don't get to vote but he ultimately chooses to activate it here which activates theirs as well uh and he gets his vote back and i guess he did need his vote in this this oh yeah so he I had to do it well i think you want that vote back no matter what wasn't it the same is the mary's like is the, is the amulet the same thing as the idols no different no. so there's kind of like six immunity idols potentially there's a lot right? yeah they didn't do that in the well, last season technically four because uh, with the other amulets, two amulets gone, then it becomes an uh, an idol. So okay, so there was a thing in the first episode, Mary, where three players went off out like during the challenge, and they were gone a long time, and they're like, "Oh, what happened?" And what happened was those three players. It was Drea, High, and who's the other player? Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay all went and uh, basically had a meeting, and they figured out they all had uh, an amulet that is connected that if they hook back up at the merge all three of them makes it a steal a vote uh no sorry an extra vote if only two of them remain it becomes a steal a vote and if only one of them remain at the merge the then it becomes an immunity idol and this is good until the final six um, six wait so, so if two of them get voted out after the merge then will right. one of them become an idol i believe so as long as they don't activate the powers either by three or by two okay so the powers are sort of in reserve i think so that's okay. how i read it okay okay that makes kind of sense all right but like are these three likely to work together hi drea Lin and, and Lindsay? Lindsay? See, Drea's going to have, like, she's going to be coming to the casino with, like, you know, a 10 stack. You know what I mean? Like, she, she's she got, like, a lot of power. She's rich. You know, a lot of power. You know, it's so if she uses his right, like, and finds the other people who have um, power, too. And that's kind of what's cool about the Swiss is, like, she just found out who does. It's Mike and it's uh, uh, Marianne. So if Drea gets Mike and Marianne to kind of, like, form an alliance with her. They could 
literally control the game. Right. Dre is in both trios. Yeah. Yep. Right. She's she, she's she's double whammy for the blue tribe. Plus, she's got Romeo as a, sort of her like lieutenant. And so you could I could definitely see like Drea being and Romeo being at the at the center of the of the majority alliance post merge. It's going to kind of come down to like who's going to be loyal to who here. It was if, interesting on the summit too, like when Lydia and Roxroy went up there together right. and how they were kind of like giving each other misinformation because they were truly like lo- I wasn't surprised with Lydia that Lydia was kind of like not giving him the goods, but uh, Roxroy surprised me quite a bit on this, uh, where he was he was being more strategic about what he was telling her. He just wanted to, he was getting information I found, and like actually I kind of like him because I, I find him to be pretty calm. He, he he stops, he listens. He, he he's not a talker like a Daniel. Like he he he's, he seems a little bit cerebral, and I think he'll do okay. Right. He's like, we gotta build a damn shelter. Yeah, he's an old school guy. Him and Mike, if they get into the same tribe at some yeah. point, they're gonna they're gonna be aligned, I think. And they're I think they also Jonathan will also do well with them because he's also kind of like an older soul. Yes, as well. So those three yeah. can be a very pop um, powerful tandem. They could be if they if they actually team up. Like if they don't, uh, and like I don't take I take Mike as the guy that'd be happy to finish third. You know what I mean? Like he he doesn't seem like he's trying to win the game. Yeah, he's out there for the experience and good for him. I mean, he's like fifty eight or something. He's like, um, remember Mike with the dress shoes, uh, the Italian. Uh, he was like four or five seasons ago. Um, uh, with the loafers. Yes. <laughs> trying to remember. Um, Regardless, not, not, not directly, but. Yeah. But regardless, I think uh, we just wanted to have a quick check in here on our draft. Oof. Um, and uh, and because we as we lost uh, Daniel here tonight, and Jeff, this, this affects this affects your household. Um, as we see here, uh, Daniel stunk, strunk. <laughs> Daniel strunk from New Haven, Connecticut, from the Vadi Tribe. Amanda drafted him fifth over, uh, second overall after Jackson, which is. By Jamil. What Jamil? You know, okay. You couldn't have seen, you couldn't I, seen Daniel's him. a terrible choice. I'm sorry. Well, we'll, we'll never know. Maybe ja- Jackson would have been the best survivor player ever if the if this uh, controversial evacuation hadn't happened. Um, but that leaves only uh so Amanda's already lost Jenny. She lost she's lost yep. people in back to back weeks, Jeff. And now she's just got Lydia left. That's right. It's, Daniel, it's, it's, not a good pick by her. Um First and second don't seem to pan out for people this this year for Survivor. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't pay off to be at the at the top of the order because then you're else at the bottom, and you can see. Yeah, you guys are losing people down here too. <laughs> uh, man, like Lydia, who was the, our last overall pick, she was assigned to Amanda. Might be her best hope to win this. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely is her best hope. Where's Drea? Where did Drea go in this draft? Drea, uh, Drea, what number did she go? Drea was fifth overall by okay. Jane. Um, yeah, I, I, I was like, I saw like Zach on uh, Twitter. Uh, he mm-hmm. was like, I just went to my dad and asked him why he didn't make me run up the mountain every day two times <laughs> and do all these pull-ups. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You let me down. That's <laughs> pretty like, funny. Yeah, pretty like I could have been great. I could have been the pull-up king. <laughs> could have been out there, but no, I was just like, vote. I, that's why I voted out first, Dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Push me. Survival um, of the fittest. It's called Survivor. Uh, but who? Uh, so Jane has Drea and Romeo. Oh, she's got the double. She's got. She already has that. Yeah, she has a duo. That. She has a duo, and I have a duo. And I have. Well, are Omar and Marianne a duo? I don't think so. I don't think no. Marianne's a duo with anybody. Yeah. It, well, I, I can't figure out who Omar is working with directly. I think it's it's got to be either Lindsay or or Jonathan. No, both. I don't think he's working with Marianne. He is not. Mm. Well, they use her as a number, at least especially going into this merged if they need her, right? Marianne's just there for the extra vote so they can protect their ass. And then Daryl's got Mike and Roxroy, who we think might be a team up. And then Jeff, you got Jonathan and Lindsay. Uh, yeah. Also, of the, so you and I, yeah, we we we've talked about this before. You and I have the two sides of that orange tribe. If there's if if those are the two sides, Daryl just pick did Daryl just pick himself. <laughs> in he picked two very Daryl like guys. Yeah. Daryl typically he has a type when he likes to draft. Um, he always always picks a guy. Always usually a guy. Uh, you 
usually sometimes a grumpy older man, sometimes an athletic younger man. Yeah, but that's that's Daryl. In this case, two middle-aged or older um, guys. Like the two, yeah, these are like the two old dads. guys. They're the old, old school. Guys. They're old school guys. They can That's all um, go and ice their um, their knees together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which reminds <laughs> talk me. about what it was like growing up in the early nineties. A forty-three-year-old man with a bad knee and bad shoulders. <laughs> Folks, you want to stay tuned? Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I can't for... wait. To, I think we should just combine. Yeah, I think, I think we. We've we've talked about Survivor. I think we've broken this down uh, enough, and so uh, we're going to be back for in a week's time to talk about episode six. You can't hide on Survivor. It's what it's called. Where would you Where would you hide? And who's who? Do you, who, who are you giving that line to, Jamil? Who do you think is going to say uh, you can't hide on Survivor? Omar. Omar. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Because talking to Jonathan. Drea, Drea had I'm Survivor Rich. And then in, in the episode after that's called The Devil You Do or The Devil You Don't. Oh, my God. It's so a two-part Jeff, episode Jeff, next episode? Jeff will say that. No, no. That, they've already just announced the title. Uh, you're right. It is, actually. Uh, there's two There's two. I'm episodes. right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It'll be a Jeff saying the second one. So we have a, so we have a two-hour episode next week? Uh, that sucks. It oh, sweeps, yeah. I guess. It must be sweeps. Oh, man. Well, Big Brother's going on too. Okay, Maybe well, we'll have a calm week in Big Brother next week. We don't have to worry oh, about. Oh no, it's gonna. Get... I, I yeah, I'm sure it's only gonna get yeah friendlier in there. One this. of Betty and Marty will be here next week. Maybe mm-hmm. both. Maybe both, and I'm sure they'll make up. They'll kiss and make up. Mwah, mwah. Uh, salut. Uh, anyway, so if you didn't know, if we haven't talked about it enough tonight, Big Brother Canada 10 will be on very shortly here tonight on uh, this Wednesday, April 6th, to uh, break that down. The power of veto. We didn't even get to see the power of veto used uh, in that episode, but uh, we kind of know what's coming. And yeah. uh, the eviction tomorrow, Thursday, uh, April 7th, um, will be on t- tomorrow night to talk about that, uh, see who gets voted out there. Um, and you should also check out our other podcasts here on Super Made of Brothers Podcast, including our back catalog. We've talked about several Survivor seasons. We've talked about Big Brother Canada, USA, Celebrity, as well as uh, we'd like to talk about MCU stuff, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, including uh, most recently Hawkeye was one we covered, that series, which uh, wrapped up. And then uh, Moon Knight is now going on. Um, and I've watched two episodes of that, and I'm digging that show. I got to tell you, it's very different. Uh, so I can't wait to break that down uh, when that when all those six episodes have aired. And then uh, Doctor Strange is the next cinematic thing, uh, the multiverse of madness. Did you guys get your tickets? Tickets went on sale today. Oh, no, I didn't know they were already on sale. Um, I got to get on it. Uh, thank you for the. I know, I know. There's I, a, hey. Thursday four o'clock screening. You're going? Oh, you're going that? Oh, wow. Um, because um, unfortunately. Um, majority of screenings are in 3D, and currently with my um, eyesight predicament, I need to watch a non-3D uh, presentation, and I hate going to regular screenings. Not to say that I don't like regular uh, thing, but um, I like to see event movies in a premium format, if you will. Wait, wait, wait. You prefer 3D? No, he doesn't prefer it. I do okay. like 3D, actually. You do? I do. You prefer a 3D? Yes. To- Oh, not me. I despise. I like so. Keep in mind, I like to watch event um, movies in a premium format, right? So typically for Doctor for Doctor Strange, um, one I saw it in 4DX and I loved it. Um, It was my first experience with 4DX, and I was hoping that I can watch it again. Yeah, um, I like this time. I like to try 4DX, but not 3D. Unfortunately, um, well, fortunately during the pandemic. Um, they kind of uh, removed the 3D aspect because of the sharing of the glasses yeah. for um, for um, for 4DX. So there were movies that did not have the 3D component for 4DX. Like I saw uh, Spider-Man um, in 4DX without the 3D aspect of it. Unfortunately, Doctor Strange 2 has 3D 4DX, so therefore I can't see it. So I'm going to be watching it in regular IMAX, which currently in its opening day only has a screening at four o'clock so I'm you're, gonna, you're gonna slum it for the regular imax you're, uh, you're regular well IMAX. like premium format is a premium format you just need to watch things in the right place yes, mm-hmm. yes. of course and, but, and you know. not to say that i don't like watching regular the um things in a regular theater i just i don't need to see a comedy in a premium format that makes sense right. yeah 
but like Doctor Dune. Strange will be an experience. Like when I went to Doctor go see Strange. Dune in IMAX, it was worth it. Yeah. There was there, there were certain movies that uh, definitely are enhanced by that theater experience, and I'm with you. Uh, I went to see the I went to see the Batman um, in uh, the, what's it called D box, where your chair like vibrates at you. Days of Thunder, dude. <laughs> Right. And like every time Batman punches somebody, it was like somebody was punching my chair. I was like, this is, this is going to get old. That's why you uh, need to see um, the specific movies in D box, like uh, like a, a, a racing film or Top more Gun. More of a racing film. Fast and yeah. Furious. Or, Top Gun would be a good example. Yeah. Or yeah. Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike? The, the gyrations of the Let's characters. Not, I, I, that, that, I don't like the sounds of that at all. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to skip out on the Magic Mike D box. What's the one that, that Kevin Smith would go to in LA? It's like, I think it's called 3DX or something like that. And it's like basically your seat moves, but also like smoke and water and all sorts of different things. That's 4DX, friends. That's 4DX. That's 4DX. So in Doctor Strange um, uh, 1, where he has the car crash, if you haven't seen Doctor Strange 1, I'm sorry. That's your problem, not mine. Um, And he's he's there, and it's snowing. There's, like, the semblance of snow coming down, right? Mm -hmm. And you have the wind. Um, when he's fighting Dormammu and Dormammu like locks him in place by like wrapping his legs, you feel like something hits your legs at the same time. And it gives you that kind of that psychosomatic feeling of like your legs being wrapped as well. And I I felt it, 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 it was more immersive. It could have been a lot more gimmicky. And I've seen a lot of films in 40 X already. And sometimes your mileage may vary. I feel in terms of the experience, but Doctor right. Strange was always one that I look back as the the premium, like a premium experience. It 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 was a really good experience. You're selling me on this, Jamil. I might have to get my tickets at 4DX. Yeah. Get them. The, oh, uh, um, when I checked this morning, um, not this morning, middle of the day, uh, there were f- um empty screenings, a lot of empty screenings. So, well, yeah, I didn't know, know they were on sale yet. So, uh, so maybe a lot of other people don't know yet either. So, hopefully, I can get on the thank you, Jamil. Um, and as well, uh, check out our other two channels. We got uh, um, one's called uh, Live Long and Podcast, where we're talking about Star Trek all the time. Monday nights, Star Trek Enterprise with Jody Simpson and Adam Woodward and Kevin Millard going through each episode, talking about that, breaking it down. Tuesday nights with Jeff Mater, uh, at least for a couple more weeks until ball hockey starts. Um, and we might have to move the night, guys. Um, at, at least for the season, um, because uh, we um, we have do D Space Nine, and we have been for uh, two years now talking about the next episode. Last night was the Begotten. Next week's going to be um, for the uniform. For the uniform next week, and then uh, on Thursday, which is tomorrow, uh, we're going to be talking about the newest episode of Star Trek Picard, which is now in its second season, uh, episode five, which is called. Two, uh, two for one, two yeah, for one, two for one. Yes. Yeah, that's the one we'll be talking. I'll be talking about that with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and uh, Davin Scalehorn tomorrow. Uh, before we talk about the Big Brother Canada Ten eviction, and uh, and lastly, we also have a, a, a um, oh, also on Live Long and Podcast, we have um, Star Trek Radio Theater coming up this Saturday night. Um, we got uh, we, we're gonna, we're doing a reenactment of Darmok, uh, which is from Star Trek: The Next Generation's fifth season. This it was from 1991. It's about this uh, the Enterprise meets this crew that the, this alien race that only speaks in metaphors. They only can talk with imagery, and they don't. It, it's hard to communicate. And there's a whole thing that uh, breaks down. Jeff, uh, um, I know you have to bow out for this one. So uh, it's uh, Ashley is going to be coming in as Jordy to take on okay, the Jordy. Well, it leaks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I hopefully she can give as good of a coolant leak <laughs> as the next guy. She she's she's seen you do it or heard you do it. I guess more uh, is right. more accurate uh, several times. Um, so check that out. The live read this uh, this Saturday night, and then we'll be uh, that will be turning to like a fully polished audio drama after that. And then our third channel is called Trivial Debates, a monthly channel where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and game show format. There's a host and three contestants. We already next know who our next host is. It's Eamon Mater. Oh. Uh, or is it Sam Jerka? We're not sure. Sam Jerka. Yeah. Is, is, uh, who's going to be the contestants? Will Paranoia and Super Smash Bros. I don't know. If, I, no, I, I know two of them. One of them is going to be uh, Chris Seymour. Oh, Lord. And the other one, is, as of right now, is going to be Matt George. If you, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Matt George, Jamil, but he's going to come, be coming in to compete. I like guys uh, with two first names. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, exactly. Dave, Josh Shields thinks 
that he could do trivial debates and it wouldn't be fair because all he does is argue for a living. He's a lawyer, but but can he convince a 19-year-old? I was like, (laughs) you've never argued about nonsense like this. Like, if he was actually having to argue with Matt and Chris, like, I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Chris gives, like, the most illogical response. And you see Eamon go, yeah, I can see it. He would tear at his hair. I'm I'm excited to see Matt do it because Matt Matt um doesn't think like most people, so it's going to uh, he he'll he'll get to a place and you're like how did I get here exactly? <laughs> um, so anyway, that's a lot of plugs uh, in terms of, of our channels here on the network plus our friends' podcast, including Eamon Mater, uh, who has his podcast. Let's talk about fighting games, which he does with Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia, and and all those guys. And then um, also uh, let's talk. Let, sorry, what was oh the Hellbound podcast, with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn, a horror-bound podcast where uh, you know, most recently they were talking about the the scariest episodes of Star Trek for First Contact Day, and as well. Uh, you can also check out uh, Davin Skullhorn's podcast, Locutors of Trek. That's his Star Trek channel he does with Dave, where they talk about debates and they do writers' room pitches and all kinds of things. And then X Men, the animated series he does with Andre, where they go through all those episodes and talk about those one by one. So if you want to check out any of that, go ahead. I encourage you to. Um, and on that note, I think we can we can close the book on episode five of of Survivor forty two. Um, Let's let's get out of here, guys, and, and head over to the Brother Canada Ten to start breaking Please. that episode down because it it was something else. Um, I I think uh, you know we we got we we got to come out here with a clip of Daniel himself. Who uh, well, Daniel, I would like to say we barely knew you, but we knew you well enough, and I, I I'm I, I'm glad your story's over. All right, let's head out, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Take care, guys. This game is totally fickle. It can turn on a dime which is what I'm hoping it does again, because right now I'm in a world of hurt and I need a dime to turn. Okay, good night. Oh, thank you.